Thank you for tuning in to Sundays with Sansan. It's your girl, Sansan. I want to thank you for tuning in one more time. And oh my gosh, I know I sound like I'm saying this a lot, but I've been like on a two-week hiatus. And I'm sorry, y'all, but life got really, really, really real for me. 2019, um... It's not that great for your girl so far. It's kind of like um on some other stuff. So I'm trying to get through that. But today I wanted to just talk about restoring relationships. And this came to me because about two weeks ago, my dad was diagnosed with liver cancer. Um, and it shook my world up. It made me feel all some type of way, but it especially made me feel some type of way because we just got our relationship back on track on January 1st of this year. I had written him off May of last year and January of this year, he took the initiative to come back into my life and I accepted it. I wasn't as open as I probably could have been, but I was open as I could be at the time. So On January 18th, I believe, I got the call that he was in the hospital and things were not looking good. And I felt cheated. I felt as if God was playing a cruel joke on me, that it wasn't fair. I finally was having the opportunity to have the father that I wanted and he could soon be taken away from me. I say all that to say you have to restore relationships with meaningful people. It is imperative that you restore these relationships because the last time may actually be the last time you get to talk to this person, you get to love on this person, you get to express your feelings to this person, whether good or bad. You have to restore relationships. There's only one other time in my life and one other person in my life that I had lost a relationship with and they were still alive and that's my best friend Kita so like um in 2013 we stopped talking to each other for my own reasons and we almost didn't talk to each other for about a year it was so crazy because she loves my daughter which she considers her niece and it was like almost like we had joint custody because she would want to see Skylar and stuff like that. And Skylar loves her just as much as an aunt. So it would be like she would still do stuff for Skylar, even took her to someone's birthday party. You know, it was really, really weird. But she also took the initiative to get to the root of the problem. And we were able to communicate and get our relationship back. And I'm so thankful we were able to restore our relationship because I really did miss her. She um, is really a true friend to me. So that's the other relationship in my life that I felt like needed to be restored. Um, I have stopped talking to other people. I can't say a whole lot of people because everybody I kind of deal with, I feel like I have discernment to know that um, if they're good for me in my life or not. But for the most part, every person I've lost in my life, as far as a relationship, as friends or dating or anything of that nature, I don't want it back. I'm good on that. 
Um, like I said, it's important to restore meaningful relationships, people that matter in your life, people that contribute to your life. Um, and it doesn't have to be financially. It could be mentally. They um, allow you to think. They expand your mind or they just a shoulder for you to lean on. They're just really good at listening or they're really, really good at being what you need. They are just a good friend. They give and they take from the relationship, but it's a healthy balance. Those are the type of people that you need to restore relationships with. Now, the toxic people in your life that are bringing you down, that are abusing you, um, and it doesn't have to be like a domestic abuse. I mean, abusing you as far as taking advantage of your friendship. They're using you. They're manipulating you. They're making things be all about them. There's no give and take. There's no healthy, healthy balance. It's just pretty much take, take, take. All they do is take from you. Those people, baby, let them go. Let them go. Those people usually threaten to leave. Let them leave. They aren't winning by leaving you. They're doing you a favor. They're losing because you are an amazing person. You contribute to to their life. You were a friend to them. Let those people go. We don't need them. They're always going to be leeches and drainers and secretly wanting your life and doing things that do not contribute to your life, but take away from it. Don't worry about those people. Those people aren't for you. When those people leave your life, guess what? You won't lose anything. You won't lose any sleep. You won't lose your mind. You won't commit suicide. You won't do any of those things because they are just like taking out the trash. They've been in there for a while, but eventually you got to get it out of your house or it starts stinking. And that's what those type of people do. They start stinking. They start bringing bad things around you. They start bringing bugs. They start bringing infestations. Get rid of those people. Let them go like you do the trash. But back to restoring relationships, I was reading an article by Rick Warren in um, Faith Gateway. And he said, when you are trying to restore a relationship, you must do these seven things. And I read it and I totally agree. I'm here for it. According to Rick Warren, the number one thing you must do before restoring a relationship is you have to talk to God before you talk to the person. I'm so with that. You got to go to God and give it to him and get an understanding if this person is even supposed to be in your life, because sometimes people um, aren't supposed to be there. God removes those people, but we haven't realized it was God yet. So we trying to get them back or trying to hold on to it. So it's important that you talk to God first so he can give you an understanding. He can give you clarification on what you need to do. How to even approach this person, you know, or if that was a person that he wanted out of your life. So number one, talk to God before you talk to that person. So you don't go to that person with a negative spirit. So you don't end up arguing with this person. So when you go to this person, they are even able to receive you. Number two, he says, always take the initiative. I know it's hard. I know. When I stopped talking to my dad, I said, I was tired of being a bigger person. I'm not reaching back out to him. I'm over that. Every time I reach back out, he hurts me. So I'm not, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm not reaching back out to him. 
thankfully he reached back out to me but i am so for this you gotta be the bigger person sometime you really really do because just like you think you are right the other person probably think they're right too so take the initiative be the bigger person what michelle obama say when they go low we go high yeah do that number three sympathize with their feelings oh man I try to be understanding. I really do. But sometimes I truly don't get where a person is coming from. I don't understand. I don't agree. But guess what? That doesn't mean I can't sympathize with it. I can't be like, you know what? I don't feel that way, but that's how they feel. So I have to respect their feelings. Sympathize with the other person's feelings. Number four, confess your part of the conflict. Own your ish. Own it. Say, you know what? You did do this to me, but I also did that to you. Maybe what the person did to you was more hurtful, but you also did some messed up things. So own it. So when y'all talking, don't say you did this to me or you did this to me or you did this to me and say, you know what? I'm sorry that I hurt you also. Own up to it. Say, yep, I was wrong. I could have did something better. Number five, attack the problem and not the person. Oh, so often when we have disagreements, we start talking about everything about the person, what they did, what they didn't do, blase, blah. When in reality, we never address why we are in this situation. Let's take something really, really simple and say, y'all stop talking because you you borrowed your girlfriend's shoes and didn't give them back. But when y'all come down and talk about you keeping the shoes, you talking about, oh, I don't like when you do this. I don't like when you say stuff in front of other people. No, that's not the problem. The problem is you kept the shoes and didn't give them back. Talk about the problem. Don't talk about the person. Attack the problem and not the person. Number six, cooperate as much as possible. As much as you can cooperate with a person, Try to do that. Like, don't be so against everything, even if it's not your idea. It's called compromising. Cooperate. Like, you know what? I really, really, really think that you should do this. And you really, really, really think you should do that. So let's meet in the middle. Let's do a little bit of what you want and a little bit of what I want. When you have open communication in relationships, you are able to express your wants and your needs. And the other person should be able to as well. So then you give a little and you take a little. You are never going to get everything you want. And it's not just like an intimate relationship. This is like with your homegirl, your homeboy, like... You know what? I'm this type of person and I require my friends to be a certain type of way. But if you know your friend only can give you this amount, compromise, accept that. Lastly, 
emphasize reconciliation and not resolution. This is so important. It's last but not but definitely not least. You need to emphasize reconciliation and not resolution. Sometimes you have to look past the problem. Dead that problem. That's over. It's nothing we can do about it. But you have to focus on how you are going to move forward. That's what you have to do. That problem happened. It's nothing we can really do about it. But how do we move forward? We can't even fix the problem half the time. And a lot of times the problem is petty. So focus on moving past the problem. All right, so I gave y'all seven steps of how to restore a relationship in the right way. And when I tell y'all, really, really try to restore your relationships, please do them meaningful ones. You got to keep them. Although life can be long, we all know life can be really, really short. You don't want the last time to be the last time and you didn't get to say what you wanted to say. You weren't able to express how you truly felt about that person. All because of a lot of times pride. Oh, I'm not going to let this person feel like they got me or they better than me or they um, they got over on me or something like that. No, chill. You got to get to a certain point in your life where you are mature enough to say, I want this person in my life. So I'm going to make an effort to restore that relationship. I'm so thankful that I was able to restore my relationship with my dad. I'm thankful I was able to restore my relationship with my best friend. I'm just so thankful because these people are people who mean a lot to me. And now, like I said, the other people, the toxic people, the people I didn't need, I don't even really care. Half their names, I don't even remember. But let me promise you this. If I have ever been anything but nice to you or someone you know, it's their fault. It's your girl, San San. Thank you for tuning in to Sundays with San San. Restore these relationships, y'all. Follow me on IG at official underscore San underscore San. Bye, young world. Bless up.